I feel like I just stepped into like a really messed up episode of the Twilight Zone. It's KK Slider. Can this KK Bubblegum? I think I'm uh, I'm gonna stop you right there, Chief. How are you? Welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie, season five, episode seven, probably. Yeah, Um, yeah, it is. (laughs) It's right there on the. It's it's season. It's there. It's episode seven. I'm missing. We are missing KK Dirge until you get your act together. Uh, can you tell that insanity has snuck in? Mm. Not um, only are we going crazy, but it's we're recording this at 11 at night on Cinco de Mayo, when all I really want to do is drink some tequila and die. <laughs> well, that's a great segue into Yay! this episode. <laughs> I guess. It's, it's kind of. Well, I'm I'm doing the loop-de-loops in my head to jump to make the leap for that logic. And while we can get there, um, many people are going to be unhappy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. It's Uh, the international episode. That's right, boys and girls and, and mad lads everywhere. It is time. To go around the world in 80 songs, although we kind of went overboard. So it's 117 songs, give or take. Yeah, obviously we're not going to talk about 117 songs in this episode. Oh, we're not? The playlist is that long. <laughs> we're not going to... Yeah, that's about generally how we do things. 117 <laughs> songs. Imagine if we did that. I um, would stop listening. Yeah, I would I would leave an angry hate comment about myself. <laughs> no, we don't need that. No. no vibes. Good no. vibes only. Yeah. Um yeah, so anyway, this is the episode where we're talking about music um that is from other parts of the con- of the world that we don't normally personally as two people from america other parts of the country i said world (laughs) i 
I almost said country, but then I said world. It is eleven o'clock. The whole Leave world is alone. the whole world is America. No. <laughs> I want to formally go on record uh, to dispute the slander slanderous thing you are trying to put on me. Do not put that on me. <laughs> anyway. Um yes. Look. Um we are Americans. We listen mm. to a lot of American music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think sometimes as Americans, at least for me personally, I feel like um, we don't get as much exposure to music from other, like, countries. I'd say that's it's probably fair, depending on what circles you're running in, yeah. 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 Um, like at least in like and let unless you seek it out, and that's the thing. Mm. Like, ultimate, ultimately, like if you seek it out, you will find it. Of course, <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah, but um, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. The point is that like we wanted to do an episode to kind of talk about that music because generally a lot of the episodes that we've done have kind of focused a bit more on you know, the artists that we grew up with, and a lot of those happen to be, like, American artists. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... And I guess this is kind of sad, because as I was going through looking for some of the songs I knew I wanted to put on here, um, I know a lot of the time, like, when you look at, like, say, foreign charts, like, just Mm -hmm. to to see, like, oh, what's the top billboard in Europe right now or something like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. most of the songs are by American artists or by like big mainstream pop artists. And it's kind of sad only because it makes like really good, um, smaller independent musicians that much harder to find. And I think that, um, I don't know. I, I think that we could all benefit from broadening our cultural horizons a little bit. That's the long and short of it. I think. Yeah. Basically it's, I think this is just a good reminder for um, all of us to really expand and, like, just try and, like, yeah, just just expand and, like, reach out Mm -hmm. and go beyond the kind of, like, top 40 sort of, like, big names that kind of constantly get circulated not to say that there's yeah. anything wrong with that music, but just, no. you know, like, explore what's new and interesting or something that maybe you just haven't heard of. Exactly. Like, and, like, don't be off-put by the fact that you don't necessarily understand uh, what's even being said, because, I mean, translations yeah. exist. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, a good song is a good song, so. Exactly. It don't matter. All right. Oh, now that we've so, kind of done, yeah, we've we've done justified our we've justified ourselves. I don't know why we always feel the need to justify ourselves. We really don't. Um, it's an intro. It's a yeah. like, you know. I'm not gonna defend my love of of uh, quote unquote foreign music, uh, international bops as they were. <laughs> but uh, do you, do you want to just jump into it? Sure. <laughs> 
Let's jump into it. I will not rest until Philip DeFranco serves us a cease and desist letter. You won't. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess, okay. Let me, let me start off with a question for you. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Okay. When we like planned this season out and, and you knew, cause we all, we, we knew that we were going to do this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Where did your mind go automatically to like, okay, this has to be on the playlist. Like, did you have specific songs or musicians in mind or was it kind of just an, ex- uh, an excuse for you to like explore and to dive into new genres of music? Well, I gotta be honest. I already had a playlist. Well, well now made. you're making me look bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, no. I so here. So here's the reason. Okay. So I, um, I had I created a playlist for like songs from around the world that I like discovered through um just like life and like um <laughs> and like was adding stuff to it just kind of over time so like but the re the like I guess the reasoning for these songs I guess coming into my life and kind of the reason why I'm excited about this episode is that like a lot of the music on this playlist, like, I think the beauty of it for me is that it it stems from conversations with people. Like, a lot of the music on this playlist, um, I was led to by, like, talking about music with people. Okay. And I think that's, um, you know, it's really cool about music being you know, just this universal global art form is that, like, um, you can form these connections with people and learn about new cultures through the sharing of music. And so, like, a lot of the songs that I have on this playlist when I listen to them or when I see them, like, they remind me of people and remind me of conversations that I've had about these songs. And I think... Like, for me, that was what was important to put on this playlist and sort of put into this episode is just, like, how much, like, that sort of connection matters to me and stuff. Okay. So that's that's my reasoning. Okay. So, yeah. But for you, Mm. since you... You know, um, yeah, since you probably approached this a little differently than I did, like, <laughs> how did you do Oh, I didn't, this? I didn't accrue songs throughout my life. No, I'm when I say my life, it was like the last, like, I don't know. I made this I playlist like five years ago or something. I know. It's okay. I'm, I'm not judging the pretentiousness. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, I get you. I get you. It's, it's, I make a lot of playlists. Like, if you look at yeah. my Spotify, I have like in, 
an ungodly amount of playlists. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> my question stands to you. How did you approach this? Okay. So, uh, for me, when it came to uh, approaching uh, international music, uh, uh, songs in a foreign language, it wasn't completely like weird to me because like my my parents had specific uh musicians that they used to expose me to um and i grew up in south florida i grew up listening to a lot of latin music okay like Mm -hmm. i like i go to miami beach half the songs on the speakers are not in english um i grew up listening to so you know celia cruz um Mm -hmm. I was exposed to to French musicians, like the classical French musicians like Edith Piaf. Uh, mm-hmm. My parents are really big in, into not just American music, but also foreign music as well. So it wasn't like a completely out of left field thing. But I think um, this was after I like went to those artists that I already knew, I got to then explore like okay so what does the music sound like now which is cool because um admittedly i don't keep up quite as much as i probably should so Mm -hmm. yeah like for for some like i i was going through this and i was like hey i'm greek i don't know any greek songs (laughs) and i had to like i had to google i was like i don't know any famous greek musician like what the hell (laughs) Uh, it was it was very weird like to to realize oh i can't name a single person from this country and like i know they exist um Mm -hmm. but it it set me down like other rabbit holes of like okay so what's the state of the music of 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 this country like what's the state of pop music from here um it it was a really interesting experience i think overall to to deep dive it was fun yeah yeah. No, I mean, that's cool, too, that you get to, like, explore your heritage, your culture through music in this way, yeah. too, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was an interesting, uh, an interesting deep dive into, into the many cultures that make up our beautiful world. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that a lot of the songs that I put on here, which I'm sure you noticed, mm. are in Portuguese. Yeah, but I was kind of, I, I thought that was kind of dope. It's it's funny because my relationship with Portuguese. Um, so I had a, a, one of, one of my friends from high school uh, spoke fluent Portuguese. I think like, I think her both, her, no, her mom, I think came from like Brazil and Mm -hmm. she spoke fluent portuguese to her mom every time i was in her house and every time she would open her mouth to speak portuguese i was like this language isn't real (laughs) (laughs) this language sounds made up (laughs) honest so i um (laughs) i took i took portuguese in college for a little bit Mm -hmm. um which is um honestly why a lot of the songs that i put on here are in Portuguese because mm. I was exposed to music through, you know, my professor and her bringing in music um, and sharing it. Um, and then just myself being such a music person when I was learning a language, I was like, oh, I want to listen to music in that language because 
that's just me. Um, so when I started learning Portuguese, kind of the one of the many reasons why I wanted to learn it, because every time I heard it, I was like, I, I, I can't believe this language is real. Yeah. It just sounds so yep. magical. It <laughs> like, really does. something <laughs> so interesting about it. Like when you hear it spoken fluently, you're just like, wow. It does sound almost like this weird mythical language that like should not exist. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> like it's the the number one thing I love about it. Yeah. Um and yeah, and the and like there's so much good music that comes from Brazil and and Portugal too. And like just I, everyone everyone saying come to Brazil when we should go to Brazil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it just one time. <laughs> but but no, like you got you got some good ones on here. Um I noticed that we're dancing around the issue of actually trying to pronounce any of them. <laughs> okay. Uh well look, I feel confident in my like well, I feel mostly confident <laughs> in my you? Portuguese pronunciation. <laughs> um, so, like, there's that. I mean, okay, I will say that one of the um, first songs that's in Portuguese that I put on here is one of my personal favorites, which is Posso Ser mm. by, uh, by Lecha. And I love this song because it's a fun pop song. That's fair. <laughs> and I love fun pop songs, especially when they're in different languages. Because, yeah. like, you know, I think, you know, I think in my head for the longest time growing up, pop was so, so, so much of an American experience, just as I listened to so much American pop music. Mm-hmm. And then, like, being able to hear pop from around the world was just such a like I you know it's it just like it's such an interesting thing to me just like the way that pop gets translated musically in like across the world um and I like Puzzle Sarah because it's a great song that's basically just like I could belong to anybody except you just fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like that's basically the gist of the song I love <laughs> lyrically it. she's like i could belong to this dude this dude this dude but i'm sure as hell not yours anymore nice <laughs> yeah it's a good song it's fun it's upbeat it's happy and there's a lot of that music on this playlist i think there's a lot of good bops on here we did promise. We did promise that. And we delivered. Yeah. And a lot of them are K-pop. God damn it. <laughs> I still... I swear to God. <laughs> Every time it came on, I was like, nope, you will not trick me into I, listening to BTS. I <laughs> refuse to listen to this slander against K-pop. I want the world to know... That I am a pro K-pop person. I have been since like 2010. Like you're a I, stan. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely not a stan, 
in the set like i don't listen to nearly enough k-pop to qualify as a stan mm-hmm. but like i'm i've like every time like i've heard a k-pop song like i always enjoy it like there's just so much good quality pop music coming out from k-pop artists and it's always been undeniable like the one of the first k-pop songs i heard was call me baby by xo and i heard this like way back in high school okay. and i've loved it for years it was literally the first song on this playlist <laughs> that i put on there like it is just a jam and like between them and girls generation like and then like coming into a bit more like popular in the world's global conscious with bts like it's all good like it's all just really good music you can dance to it it goes hard it goes a lot harder than you think it's gonna go for being a k-pop song like it's all be honest was this an excuse for you to talk about (laughs) k-pop A little bit. No. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I needed to have this moment because mm. I look, K pop's good. Like I'm, I I know people have their like own like m- issue like whatever. I don't care. It's good music. <laughs> <laughs> I well, don't care. I will applaud I stand you. by that. I will applaud you for being one of the few K-pop fans I know that talks about the music as a selling point. Oh. So, congratulations. I, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty. Uh, I'm sure they are, exist. I, I'm sure there are plenty. I know, yeah. I know they exist. I've yeah. met plenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, like yeah the point is the Mm -hmm. music is good like bts's latest record is really good and i stand i stand by that and i like if i am begging you Uh from my soul Mm -hmm. to just give it a chance we'll see (laughs) like like you seriously listen to none of it I like I was like zoned out listening to the to the playlist while I was doing some work today and um I heard something and I was like I don't know what this is and I checked it and it was BTS I was like ah <laughs> I am hurt I admit that there's so much music on this playlist that it only came up on my shuffle like a couple of times because I there's so many other songs on here that I was like whoa ah escaped <laughs> You were going to get us. <laughs> Rhapsody and Reverie is over party. Basically. All our mentions are I just K-pop stand happy. accounts. Let the record show. <laughs> I'm not that... going to tweet about how. <laughs> Let the record look, show. Look, I you are nothing... alone. You look. are alone. <laughs> Katarina is over party. I am throwing you under that bus. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled and all, all of the mentions are just going to be hashtags and everyone's going to be like, who is this girl? 
I've, no, I have I have nothing against K-pop existing as a genre. I just think that fuck you. <laughs> I have nothing Leave against me it. Alone. <laughs> I even put one song from Blackpink on here. Even I caved a little bit because I heard a song when I went to eat out once and I liked it and I was like, "Oh god, they've gotten me. I've infected. Oh no." <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I put kill this love on here. Okay, I did. Like I'm gonna listen to my BTS and be happy. All right. I'm gonna listen listen to Girls Generation and Shiny and just yeah. leave me alone. Okay. Which this is very crazy <laughs> to me too, because it's not even like I listen to like nearly as much K pop as a lot of other people in the world. But even I'm just like <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> I haven't attacked them. I don't have anything against them. Uh, I'm happy that they're making music. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna stop. Live your you life. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Pick something. <laughs> Uh, <sighs> moving on um, shout out to Beast to Down by Ace T and Kwame oh yeah just that's a German song uh, a German R&B artist and it's such a vibe <laughs> like it is so chill and you know I like I've never personally, what I like about the song is that I've never personally, like, viewed or, like, thought of German as, like, a, like, calming and romantic language. Well. But that I song? Have, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I have an idea as to why I have. Okay. Stop. I have a few ideas. Stop. Mostly the harsh consonants, like <laughs> yeah, like the harsh consonants, like that, like her hearing it, like I've never personally like um viewed it that way. So it was really cool to listen to this song and just like sort of get that like really chill vibe and experience. Yeah, and be like oh, okay, like this is actually like not really what i thought of when i thought of like german music like yeah i think when i think about german music i think about like rap and like harder like rock songs you think of rap yeah i've heard some german <laughs> rap before like <laughs> i've never i've never i'm not laughing because like i'm like making fun i'm laughing out of like oh holy shit there's a whole world i haven't heard yeah oh <laughs> Although I did say I, I Googled German bands when I was looking for things. because I was like, oh, that's it sucks that I don't know any except yeah. for one that I'm not going to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was Googling it and something came up that said Millie Vanilli was German. I was like, that's not true. That can't be true. Is, Is it? it true? I don't know. I was too scared to find out. <laughs> it would be it would be true. It would be too much of like a topsy turvy world if I found out Millie Vanilli was German. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I I know what you I know what you mean when um when you're talking about beast 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 do downs beast do down beast do oh, down. Well, I tried. Um but yeah, I actually it didn't register with my brain at first that this was German, which yeah. I guess it I guess that just means that I have some unpacking to do in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I have to reevaluate my criticism of of, of German cuz like this was this was this was dope. <laughs> I yeah, liked it. like it was a dope it's a it's a really chill song and yeah, a lot I mean, I think that's the beauty of like listening to music from other countries as mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately ignorant Americans. <laughs> I feel like this didn't come from a complete place of ignorance. I feel because like I've heard German spoken. Okay, I've heard it. It's but I mean, you can make this argument about English, too, because I mean, sometimes English sounds. Yeah, admittedly, like I don't necessarily think of English as a pretty language. It's it's it. It really isn't as when it said it's bassist. It's really not a pretty language. Um, Yeah. So. I mean, like, I feel like it doesn't completely come out of ignorance. But then again, maybe we have to like, hey, let's step back. Let's let's expand our horizons some more. Let's let's give the Germans a pass. We're getting so canceled. (laughs) This is it. All right. Rhapsody and Reverie causes an international incident. Says German sounds bad. That's not. What I know. You I'm, said. I'm. I'm saying that's how we'll be twisted. Our words will be twisted. But actually, yeah, you know, this the song is really good. Um, what was it about? Because <laughs> I don't know. It. I like from my like re like very loose translation. I think it's just about you know like being down to like get with somebody. Like, are you down? Okay. Like the song, like the song title, is "Are You Down?" All right, so it's like a German "Voulez-vous coucher avec moi" kind of a thing. I, I guess. Just nice. Kinda like you down. Are nice. You down? Nice. You down to kick it? I respect it. Netflix and chill, maybe or something. Uh, I respect um, it. That being said, take that with a giant grain of salt, because again, I don't speak German, so I like, I'm, I Google translated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think at some point we all kind of had to do that. <laughs> yeah. But either way, it's a good song, and I liked it a lot. Um, another song... Okay, so there is a song that I do want to talk about um, uh, by a Brazilian artist named Clarice Balsau mm-hmm. and it is Anne Silva. And it is Eu Me Lembro. Ooh, I heard that just before we started recording. And I was like, this song is so lovely. It's a very adorable <laughs> song. It is a very yeah. lovely song. It's cute. It's, and like, I think what I like about this song too is that like, it's called I Remember and it's a duet. And um, basically the gist is that like, the two of them are like it's like a couple and they're telling the story of how they first met and 
they're like, yeah, I remember it, like, just as if it was yesterday, but they're both telling wildly different stories. <laughs> like, nice. they remember it completely differently, like, each detail, and it's, like, really cute, and, like, the chorus is, like, um, he's like, yeah, I remember it. It was Tuesday, like, she's like, it's Tuesday, and he was like, it was a Thursday, and, like, it's just, <laughs> it's just cute. It's just cute and funny, and it, you know, it also just, like, you know, it, it it's that message of just, like, how faulty your memory is. <laughs> I love it. Love, love smooths that. over the details. Mm-hmm. It's like, beautiful. And, yeah, because it's beautiful. It's just, like, this idea of, like, when you're with somebody for so long, at, at some point, like, you just completely forget about all the like little details of the beginning and like it kind of doesn't even matter like but it's the like spirit of them and the feeling of them that matters if that makes sense you know no like, it does. i barely yeah. remember how you and i met <laughs> i like, have i have like one or two very vivid um key moments Mm-hmm. But I don't remember, like, the whole process. Um, yeah. I, I think that's the beauty of it, like, when you meet someone you care about. And I know that this song is is a romantic thing, but, like, with any relationship, it's, mm-hmm. um, like, you really don't remember um, most of the slow, boring parts. Like, you remember those beautiful, cemented moments in your brain that are like, this is it. This is a keystone in my friendship. Yes. <laughs> or, or, or... Or the lovers, you know, it's the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. Although I wonder what like ours ours would be. Ours would be like it was a Monday, <laughs> no, it was a Saturday. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a guess as to what day of the week it was. Ah, it was Saturday. Okay, <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. I don't know. I don't know. Just come out like I remember the exact date and time. I. I feel like I could track it down, maybe. I I could I can track down our actual friendship starting on a bus. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah. our friendship started on a bus. Yeah. Like I met you before the bus. Yeah. But it started on a bus. That's on a so bus. vague. <laughs> <laughs> We're but not giving them the details. <laughs> the hell starting yeah. bus yeah um mm. anyway anyway um yeah there's a lot of great stuff on this playlist guys yeah mm. like yes there is entirely too much to talk about but like it's all good <laughs> but damn it we're gonna try no <laughs> We're gonna do our best. Yeah. That yeah. said, it's time for me to go into my spiel as to why Desi Arnaz deserves more credit in in uh, music history. Uh, <laughs> Please go go ahead. Okay. For for those of you who don't know, uh, which if you don't know, I'm a little I'm a little saddened because of the the cultural hallmarks of this. Blah blah blah. Katya can't talk today. Um, Desi Arnaz was a Cuban-born, later Americanized um, actor, singer, producer, who, without him, culture would not be 
the same modern American, like Americana would not exist without Desi Arnaz. Okay. (laughs) Um, There are, there are many, many songs that I put on here because I feel like he is, he's got that very quintessential um, Latin American uh, big band feel like without him, honestly, mainstream America would not give a shit about salsa or um, merengue. Any, any of like, any real big Latin music, Daddy Yankee would be nothing <laughs> without this. Um, do you know who he was? Like, do you? Does the name ring any bells? Um, say it again. Desi Arnaz. Now, technically, I—that's uh, the American way to pronounce it. Like, apparent. I was asking my dad about this. I was like, "You don't say Desi Arnaz in Spanish," and he goes, "No." Um, <laughs> but it's it's fine he he played ricky ricardo on i love lucy oh he was really married to her in real life oh yes learned a lot in the last oh my God. five seconds he okay so let me go into my spiel some more um because he came he came here shortly after um castro took over cuba and his family had to leave because you know their their property was confiscated and and redistributed and he he had to like come here and he went to miami and to tampa uh to learn english and he threw himself into performing because really um that's what a lot of hispanic people did like they performed um his orchestra was one of the most famous latin orchestras ever um he ended up getting into hollywood and met lucille ball on the set of a movie and they eloped and i need you to understand (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that this was a big deal because he's Cuban and she was not. And then when they, he started Desi Lu Productions, which is a combination of their name. And they, the studio didn't want him to play her husband in I Love Lucy. They were like, no, you can't do this. And he was like, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> Cause they, they thought, oh, Americans are going to want to see, uh, um, a girl from upstate New York married to a Cuban. No, we're not going to want to see that. That's too far. And I mean, if you look at a picture of Desi Arnaz, like you might not think, oh yeah, he's, he is Cuban because he, he's light skinned, but everyone was freaking out because he's a very thick accent and he's like, no, it's going to be fine. And they did something revolutionary. None of their jokes were like hateful ethnic jokes. Like, the only time they ever made fun of him specifically being Cuban was when like Lucy kind of made fun of his accent, but it really only worked when she was mimicking him because he had done something to annoy her. Right. Mm. They never made anything, any jokes about um, like disabled being disabled or, or um, I'm, I'm forgetting the other point, but the thing is like, they played it very clean and all of the humor surrounding, like, say, his accent was literally just like, oh, maybe there's he, he talked on the phone and nobody could understand like something like that. Like, it really only worked if Lucy was making fun of him and not in a hateful way. Mm-hmm. And they went on to have like this huge run. His orchestra infiltrated America. He, he, he used the show to like promote his music and to promote Latin music. There were episodes where all he like he would sing a whole song with a big band going behind him. It was incredible. Um, and then he went on to produce like the Andy Griffith show. Um, he went on to, to produce. Um, oh God, here I am. I'm rambling. 
I'm on my spiel. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, oh, yeah. The Dick Van Dyke Show, Star Trek. I need you to understand that Star Trek would not exist without Desi Arnaz. Okay? Okay. Okay. Um, I went on too long. <laughs> the point is, is that musically, like, he made it acceptable for Americans to think, oh, this is good. And he was like, they're gonna like it. They have a heart. They have a soul. They'll like this music because music is like the, the con- a big connecting factor. It bridges gaps. Um, so I think he's very important. And some of my favorite songs that he put on here, uh, one of them's Cuban Pete. Yes, it's from, like, you've probably heard it in The Mask. Uh, (laughs) But it's a good song, guys. (laughs) It's actually good. (laughs) Uh, There's also Guadalajara. Um, I mean, the the list goes on, really. Just, like, spend, like, a solid hour listening to Desi Arnaz and his orchestra. It's so good. (laughs) Anyway, I'm done rambling. I, I I learned a lot of information. Yay. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, uh, I feel like I think it's actually time for us to do top five. Babaloo? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't regret any of this. <laughs> I got a few regrets. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Top three, top five. What do you want to do? Uh, we've been consistently doing top five, so I can stick with that. All right. Top five. You can go first. Okay. Is it because you're having trouble picking? Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't just decided you could go first. Okay, I respect. I respect it. I respect it. Uh, Do you not want to? No, nope, no. I can go. <laughs> I put a lot of good songs on here, so um, let's just see. Uh, I, although they are my top five in a way, in a weird way, I'm like they're not my. In a weird way, I want to be like they're not my favorites. I love you all equally. This is true. Yeah. But uh, like some of the playlists, I'm like, these are my favorites and that's it. And this time I'm like, oh, but they're all so good. <laughs> um, okay. So the first one I'm going to say is uh, the song Babaloo by Katerina Valente and uh, mm-hmm. Silvio Francesco. Now this was, uh, this originally it was made famous by Desi Arnaz, but we've already talked about him. <laughs> I, re- I I really love Katarina Valente's voice. Um, her guitar playing is just incredible. She is s- such a talented musician. Please look her up. Um, oh my god! Um, but the song, <laughs> the song is basically uh, about <laughs> praying to a um, a deity of Santeria um, named Babaluaye. <laughs> like the, the the originally is from a guy's perspective so it's a guy who's got like this little centuria idol and he's like i don't know what i should pray for and he, and he ends up praying for like uh love and good luck and stuff like that like the standard stuff but it's such a bop 
And every time I hear that song and I'm like, oh, this song's so good. I forget it's about Santeria for like two minutes. <laughs> um, okay, so that's one. Um, I'm going to say number two. I'm going to gonna talk about a Greek song. Tapelia tu pie pireas. Blah, blah, blah. I can't talk. <laughs> It loosely translates to the children of Piraeus. How uh, it's it's from a it's from a Greek movie called Never on Sunday. Um, it's 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 about a prostitute, and she lives in the port town of Piraeus, and she's singing about her life, and like she's a happy-go-lucky prostitute. She's like, yeah, I'm a prostitute, but I'm living a good life. Mm-hmm. And I thought. <laughs> I didn't get it. I thought that because like there's a there's part of the song where she's like, you know, one day I want to have like a, it's it's kind of like a counting song in a weird way where like she she relies a lot on counting through through things. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of didn't get it. And then my dad had to explain to me that Bedia, uh, it means children, but it doesn't mean children. She's talking about she can take four guys at a time. <laughs> oh, or like not at the at a time, but like she can take them one after another kind of a thing. And um, oh. I was like, what? And, and uh, he was like, you know, haven't you noticed that people like say pedia to you? And I was like, how are you, child? But it's like, it, you're not a child. It's like a diminutive kind of a thing. It's like, it's it's an affectionate term, but they don't really mean child. And I was like, oh, no, I did not notice that. Oh. But yeah, she's a prostitute. She's singing about being a prostitute and how she's cool with it. Uh, respect, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but Me- Melina Mercuri uh, played this character in um, in the movie, so it's her recording. I really liked her voice, actually. Um, it was a it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It got anglicized uh, to be a completely different song. Like the song in English is not at all the same mm. as it is in Greek. But um, there's a very funny recording done by Miss Piggy that you should all watch. You should all look it up. Uh, <laughs> I saw it and I lost my mind. I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a lot, right? It's so much. I was like, wow, this song actually had some like huge cultural impact. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, okay, number three. Okay, I'm going to say... Oh, I'm gonna butcher this, and I kind of thought I spoke French at one point. Um, Flamme à lunettes uh, by oh god, I want to say Dionysos, but it's probably Dionysos because it's French, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know it anymore. <laughs> um, and Olivia Ruiz. Uh, so this is from a concept album by the band called. Um, let me, let me just get this correct. Jack et la mécanique du coeur. Uh, so Jack and the mechanics of the heart. And actually the, the lead singer, like he writes a lot of books and he he based this album off of a book he wrote. Oh, that's cool. We, yeah, we could have talked about this in the literary episode. Um, but it's about a boy who, uh, when he's dying, his, um, his heart doesn't work, like something's wrong. So the, the midwife who like helps him um she puts a cuckoo clock on his heart to keep it wound and beating why does this sound familiar because they made a movie a cartoon on netflix 
called Jack and the Cuckoo Clock Heart. Oh. Yeah. It's, I don't it's a think lot. that's why it's familiar to me, but. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, pre- the premise oh. of it is the premise of blah 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 uh the premise of it is really interesting uh in that he's he's told basically like okay so you can't ever touch the hands on the clock and you can't there's one other thing and then you can't fall in love uh because then your your clock will break or, or something but he falls in love anyway and and this particular song is like when he falls in love with um acacia if i'm pronouncing that correctly i'm probably not and um She's singing about uh, her glasses and how she. <laughs> it's like she she's lost her glasses and it, but but like they can see each other in this like in like a spiritual way and it's it's really sweet it's a really cute song, and yeah, yay, yeah. What am I on four? Yeah, you got two mm. more. I got two more. Okay, two more. Hmm. Two more. Okay. Second to last one. I'm gonna say. Well, this is hard. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say Nimekitpa by Jacques Brel. This um this episode turned me into a Jacques Brel fan. Because <laughs> nice. I yeah. Uh, he's he's a French musician um, and actor actually from like the the 50s and 60s, um, and I love this song because when I first heard it, I was duped, I was bamboozled. I thought this was a love song. It is not. Uh, he actually calls the song a quote unquote hymn to the cowardice of men and the degree to which they were willing to humiliate themselves. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. like the, the song translates literally to like, don't leave me. Um, but it was written about his mistress who left him after she got pregnant. And then he refused to acknowledge that it was his. And then she uh, got an abortion because he wouldn't acknowledge that it was his baby. And and uh, it, uh, it's a lot. How, how very French. That's all I have to say. I suppose. <laughs> I, I went like a Jacques Brel like listening marathon and all. I, I came out of it like wanting to smoke cigarettes and drink wine by the sun and go, oh, so she's life. It is all fucking pointless. <laughs> oh I should God. just sit here and, and drink my wine. Making fun of everyone who lives authentic relationships. Screw this. That's a really good song though. It's it's really good. <laughs> Enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> um and the last one I have to I have to do that. Um I'm gonna say Irene 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 Irene. I'm bad at this. Um by Nana Mus- Muscuri and Harry Belafonte. Uh Nana Muscuri was a very big Greek singer. Uh, again, she got really big in like France and stuff before she like blew up in America and stuff like that. Um, and this song, this song's really pretty. I have no idea what the song is about. <laughs> I've tried Googling. I have no idea what they're saying. 
I asked my dad who speaks Greek and he has no idea because he can't listen to he he doesn't hear words when he listens to music at first. Like he really doesn't hear it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very pretty. And I love the instrumentation on this song. It's it's it feels very Greek. It feels very authentic. Um, I don't know how authentic it actually is. But um, Harry Belafonte is really good on this song, too. Like, I don't know if you if you like Harry Belafonte, but uh, their voices blend really well on this song. And I also got to learn about a new Greek musician. So that was cool. And I think that's my top five. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So I took forever. Uh, <laughs> your turn. Okay. Um, top five. Um, I'm gonna go with for. There's a lot of really good stuff on here. Um, shit. Uh, okay. Why is that so Uh, easy? Is it? No. Let's see. Um. Oh God. Okay, there's a song that I want to do, but I don't speak French. Um, <laughs> which one? Uh, mon cœur n'est pas de by Toe Brandon Leon. I don't even. Where is it? it? I'm like looking for it. Um, it, I, I, it. The song is in French, but mm-hmm. um, it's actually by a Brazilian artist. Oh, wow. And it is a beautiful song. The song title loosely translates to something along the lines of, like, my heart isn't as sweet or something. Um, But the song is basically just about um, him being heartbroken and sad and hurt. But it's a very pretty song. It's very appropriate for French. Yeah. Yeah, like it it um it's a song about love and heartbreak. Um but it's a very beautiful song and he has a beautiful beautiful voice and I love this song so much. Um I don't know how great his like French pronunciation is cuz I don't speak French. Um mm-hmm. and I don't listen to a lot of French, but um it sounds beautiful coming out of his mouth. So, um, I love it. Um, let's see. So that's one. Another, um, I, um, okay. Another one is Okivosetem by Banda Fly. Okay. Um, which is... I believe they're from Brazil as well. Um, but it's a fun kind of sexy pop rock number <laughs> about just like a girl or or a, basically just, you know, the song title translates to what you got, basically. And the chorus is like, what you... What you have, I have never seen before, and you're 
fucking dope. <laughs> Basically, it's like <laughs> the whole crux of that song. And it's, you know, it's a really quality, like, pop song, honestly. And it's just fun. And what I like about it is that, like, you get the understanding of what the song is about without needing to know what it's saying. Like, when you hear it, it just sounds like that kind of, like, come-hither, like, song. It's just very, like, it's a saucy, it's a saucy number. Um, so I like that. I like, I like songs that, like, communicate the message, like, through everything. Um, and I think that song does that really well. Um... That's two. Okay. Um, let's see. Three. Um, three is going to be a BTS song, but I just need to pick which one. Uh, oh my god. But it, I think it's probably gonna be... Um, dang. There's... Mm-hmm. There's a lot that I put on here. Um, I am going to say Outro Ego, which is off. It's the last song off their latest record. Because it's a fun banger. Okay. And it's quite a way to end a record. And, like, it's fun. It's dancey. It's got a really good, like, bounce of a beat and like it just it's fun and it erupts into like a wonderful sort of like chanting chorus at the end and I love it it's fun you will dance to it you can't not dance to it it's beautiful want to bet I'm kidding (laughs) fuck you (laughs) (laughs) continue Um, Anyway, so that's my third one, mm-hmm. right? That's three. Yeah. So I'm on four, four now. Okay. Um, my fourth one is going to be um. There's a, like a lot of music on here, guys. Yeah, I. I. I it's really hard. <laughs> I need. You to- think it's easy. <laughs> Yeah, I need you guys to realize that there's a a lot of music on here. It's all very good. Um, So, yeah, enjoy it. Um, But, all right, I'll stop stalling, I guess. Um, My fourth one will be uh, Blackout. I think that's how you say it, Blackout. Mm-hmm. it, by Joe Tuckwest and Anita and Niall Rogers. Because um, that's another fun, happy, chill song. And it's also, like, you know, it's uh, Anita and I believe Joe Tuckwest. They're both Brazilian artists. Um, Anita um, has had popularity um, crossing over. Um, kind of more into American pop music as well. She's collaborated with Major Lazer. Um, but um, 
you know, they're both great. And then Niall Rogers, who is famously from Chic, um, also appears on the guitar for this song. And it's a beautiful blend of just good jams. And the song's great. It's basically about, like, you know, the, the song title roughly translates to blackout and it's basically just like you walked in and bam knocked me out um and it's fun Uh oh that's a good like um that's a good party song like that's the song you put on at the barbecue and you have a good time everybody's just having a good time okay um and then I have one more, right? This yes, is my you've last got one. exactly one. But I will let the I will let it slide if you decide to do an uh, honorable mention. No, I'll I'll pick just one. I just have okay. to pick one. <laughs> um, let me try and pick something I haven't talked about before. Um, though all of them are good. This is. Um, um, oh god. Um, okay, I, I mean, all right, I'm, my last one I'm going to say is Ekimut by Cedaros. Um, ah. like, I, I hope that Everyone and their mother has heard of Sigaros. Yes. I don't know Although, if that's true. This is the first I'm hearing the name spoken aloud. So, yay um, me. I mean, I could be saying it completely wrong, but that's I, just... I don't the, know. That's how I have always pronounced it. Yeah. In, I feel like, like I feel, it's one of those bands that, like, you know, but you don't know that you know. Um... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I um have been kind of a Cedar Rose fan for um since like it's been a long time. Um, but uh, I love this song. I think it's beautiful. It made me cry or close to cry the first time I heard it. Um, like, it, it's just a really, like, beautiful song to me. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I I can't remember if this was their official music video for it, but for this particular record, they did a really interesting thing where they, like, in basically, like, sent out their music to, like, filmmakers and stuff and were like, make something for this and like they just got all these like really cool interesting like videos and um I remember watching one of them and it like made me want to cry like it was just so there was something so moving about it and so I love this song um this entire record is awesome like it's probably my favorite Sigur Rosa record um, so listen to Eki Mook and then listen to the entire record. I own it on vinyl. Like, I love it so much. It's so good, especially on vinyl. Um, mm-hmm. 
and like I yeah I they can do no wrong to me so like (laughs) like they're they're really great and they're from Iceland and that is a country that I personally um you know don't have a lot of exposure to so like um I'm very grateful to be able to like have some exposure through their music like I just think that's really cool um so yeah that's gonna be my last one um nice that song's so good yeah see our our limited exposure to Icelandic music is because neither of us listen to like Icelandic death metal yeah, I can't say that that's a yeah. um, area of expertise for mm-hmm. me, but yeah, admittedly, I, I I don't listen to death metal. Period. Personally, I get like, I I get made fun of a lot because I don't listen to Icelandic death metal by my friend who loves metal of every j- subgenre, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't be you. <laughs> we can't all, unfortunately, be uh, well versed in metal regrettably one day one day maybe Mm. maybe you know give me like 10 years or i don't know who knows however long it takes how how long does it take to be well versed in metal you think that depends on if you do a speed run or not like (laughs) yeah yeah because uh I, I mean, I theoretically feel like you could become well-versed in anything in, like, a three-month period if that's all you did. Yeah. Yeah. But we have lives. Yeah, yeah no. Like, and because of that, it takes years. But if yeah. you didn't have years and you only focused on <laughs> one thing, I feel like you could probably be, like, an expert on something in three months if, like, you devoted your whole being to it but i'm not gonna do that (laughs) well yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um yeah anyway guys listen to the playlist because there's so many good songs on here that we didn't uh even touch on or that like we could have spent hours discussing alone so i mean get on it yeah there's a lot of really great stuff here um we hope you enjoy it uh we hope that if hey if you're somebody that doesn't really listen to a lot of music that is outside of your like country or language we hope that this playlist helps you know wet your whistle in that respect ew Um, (laughs) i'm sorry i couldn't think of a better (laughs) metaphor it it's really late, guys, yeah, when we're yeah. recording this. Mm. I'm sorry. I am I am I tired. Know. I have the yeah. mind and bod I have the spirit of a ninety five year old man and therefore <laughs> I should be in bed right now. <laughs> I may have the mind and body of a weak and feeble woman, but I have the heart and stomach of a Guys, I like sleeping. And and the wingspan of an albatross. I I am the old man screaming, get off my lawn. <sighs> deep down inside. 
You really are. That's so rude. <laughs> you said it. Also, shout yeah. out to Kate Beaton for that incredible webcomic. Anyway. Um... <laughs> anyway. Um, so that was our discussion about songs from all around the world. Yeah, uh, we, we hope you liked this journey that we took. As it might be the only way you can see the world right now. Yeah, that is certainly true. <sighs> anyway, this... I... Oh, yeah, go. No, th- th- this episode was a emotional journey for me. Oh, that's good, <laughs> I think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, all right. Uh, on that note... Um, I think it's time for our listeners' very favorite segment, don't you? Yes. Up and, and covers. covers! I don't know where the synchronicity was on that one, but... It wasn't. <laughs> That's where it was, it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, yes. who do we have this week? All right, this week... We have a dope band by the name of, and forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, uh, Mulherin? Mulherin? Sure. Um, uh, one of the two. I apologize. It's very much on brand with this whole episode. (laughs) Yeah, I I tried. um, But they are really great. They're a really great uh, duo based in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, And basically, if I had to sum it up as to what really grabs me about them, it's just, it's the vibes. (laughs) I don't know what it is about me as a person lately, but like, I've been really seeking out things that just like, chill me out (laughs) maybe it's the quarantine maybe it's just like the nature of my life these days where i just i just like i i want i want chill vibes (laughs) and the mulherin delivers like um the song that i really really loved that i heard um is called never know and it's just a really like cool laid back song. Um, if I were able to have friends over, it would be a song that I would put on with my friends and we'd just kick back and relax and chill and hang out and all would be well. But, you know, quarantine, so I just chill by myself. <laughs> so that's all. But it's really good, and it's really good for that. Um, so definitely check them out. They, If you want to follow them on Twitter, you can follow them at Mulherin Music. Um, that is spelled M-U-L-H-E-R-I-N Music. Mulherin Music. Um, and yeah. If you like what you hear, you check them out, you give them a follow, let them know that Rhapsody and Reverie sent you, 
Um, and then let me know, let us know uh, what you think of them, because we always we like swapping music ideas. That is the name and the game of what we do. We want this to be an all-inclusive conversation. Um, so please conversate with us. Yeah. But yeah. Yay! That was up in time. Um. All right. Great job. Well, we did it, guys. We, this was we our did it. international episode. Um. So now that we've done all that, all that's left to do is give you guys a giant thank you for listening today or whenever Merci. you're listening to this. Merci beaucoup. Yes, thank Gracias. you. Obrigada. Faristo. Um, gracias. Um, danke. All, uh, right. Yeah, danke. Yeah, um, gracias. All the thanks, all the gratitude we give to you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and uh, all the social medias. We are at Rhapsody in Reverie Podcast on Facebook and at Rhapsody Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So give us a follow there. You can also uh, join the Patreon community um, and support us uh, that way by joining our Patreon community at patreon.com slash RhapsodyFam. We have really dope perks and cool things that we can send your way. Um, and we'd love to do that, so be sure to check that out if you're interested. And if you're not, if you can't, if you don't want to, whatever, that's cool. Uh, but we'd love to have you in the fam. Um, also, a thing you can do to support the show that is totally free is subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher, or Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening right now, subscribe to us there. Um, and leave a rating or a review or follow or do, do all the things because we love all the things. Um, also, be sure to check out our website for all kinds of cool stuff like song reviews, like album reviews, like... Uh, roundups of what we've been listening to um or like uh concert reviews one day when concerts are a thing again um but let's not, yeah you know let's not think about that right now uh, <laughs> yeah um check the website we always have cool stuff coming out so just uh keep it locked there um and next week uh, we have another episode coming to you, mm-hmm. and it is a special one for all the moms out there. Yeah, all that, all that motherly love, because it's Mother's Day, baby. Well, it's for, it's for all the moms, I guess, uh, except mine who won't be listening because mine doesn't listen to this show. Plot twist: she listens to that one episode. Fuck. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
My mom <laughs> might listen to it, so it'll be fun. Yeah. She'll text uh, me going, why did you say all those swear words? And why did your fake voice sound like a little old lady? Okay, I've met your mom. She sounds nothing like this. She, I know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for next week, everyone. Um, so until then, stay good. Stay um, healthy. Stay alive. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. We do mean that, um, but uh, I guess this is time for Gemini Fly and the Banana Man to sign off from our post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yep. Keep yeah. your um, guns locked. Oh, God, what does he say? I gotta look that up. Um, all right. That's just me thinking about my chemical romance. Um, but, yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>